0: What if the way you've been telling your life story reveals the secret to what is holding you back? Stories play an integral part in how we see not only ourselves, but the whole world. Stories are more than just an important part of communication. They also reveal hidden aspects of our inner talk, which can either support us or end up holding us back from the very things we want most in life without us even realizing it. Join author, mindset coach, and award-winning singer-songwriter Carrie Rowan on her show, Look for the Good, every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m., when she shares nuggets of wisdom from her internationally best-selling book, Tell a New Story, five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. Carrie's powerful stories and compelling guests will empower you to change how you look at your own life while giving you some powerful tools and tips you can use every day to help you feel better and move yourself closer to the life you've been longing to live. Today's show is sponsored by Nurse Your Soul with Lisa.
1: Are you dreading going to work? Tired of spending all your time and energy at work only to come home too exhausted for the things you enjoy? Wouldn't it be great to have more energy and time for yourself, your kids, and to love what you do? Lisa Dunlap with Nurse Your Soul has helped thousands of high-achieving women, mothers, and nurses transform their burnout, restore and revive themselves, reconnect to their passions, and step into the life of their dreams. Sign up for Lisa's Restore and Revive online workshop on June 6th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. After this workshop, you'll have all the tools you need to thrive, feel inspired, and rejuvenated. Just go to www.nurseyoursoulwithlisa.com. That's www.nurseyoursoulwithlisa.com and sign up today. Hello and welcome to Look for the Good. I'm Carrie Rowan, your host on syndicated DreamVision 7 radio network every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Listen online on your mobile devices, in your car, or ask Alexa to play DreamVision 7 radio. To learn more and for a full schedule, go to dreamvision7radio.com and get our apps. Thank you so much and welcome, everybody. I'm so excited to be here today with my special guest. I'm going to introduce her in just a second. Um, And we're talking about some really incredible stuff here today um, with my friend Lisa. We're talking about it. As you know, we always talk about stories and how our stories are affecting our lives. And one of the things I love about this work is something I call story catching, is once you start becoming aware of those stories that are limiting you and holding you back, that you don't even realize are doing that. It's really hard to ever go back to telling that story. And that's the cool thing about it. You can catch yourself mid story and you'll start pulling yourself back saying, Hey, I don't want to tell that story anymore. It's really a negative story. And I don't want to go to that place anymore. And the other thing that sort of comes up when you start doing this type of work where you're examining what's going on between your ears is you start to, you can be a little hard on yourself. Right. Once we start looking at these stories, we can start to get maybe even a little angry or regretful. Like, why am I telling that story? I know better than that. And so one of the pieces that I really try to weave into my work with my clients is really to have more self-compassion. And that is one of the specialties of my guest today. So, having compassion for yourself, because we told that story for a reason. Stories always have a noble purpose, right? There's a reason you were telling it. Maybe you needed to get your needs met. M- maybe you needed to make sense out of the world. So, there's always a reason that our mind is making up these stories. And stories are usually a call for love. So, when we can take those stories and embrace those stories, and own the fact that we told them, then we have the power to change those stories. And I really love that about this work is really being more self-compassionate. Like, hey, you know what? It's okay, I was telling that story. We all do it and it was a means to an end. And I'm gonna honor that story, forgive myself for telling it and let that story go. And that's the beauty and one of the things I really love about this work. So join me in introducing today, um, Lisa Dunlap. She is a holistic nurse practitioner. She's a public speaker, a healer and a coach. She helps high achieving women and nurses restore and revive And so they can reignite their passions and build profitable online health coaching businesses so they can leave that nine to five goodbye. So hello, Lisa. Welcome so much to Look for the Good. I'm so excited to have you here today.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. What a great intro.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, we've spoken before and um, we're part of a great mastermind together and I just, our work is so synchronistic, you know, I, I feel like there's so many things that we do that just, we're so in alignment um, with each other in our work. And that's one of the things I really loved about and wanted to have you on the show um, because you've got some really incredible stories, some incredible turnaround stories in your life. Why don't we start there? Do you, you want to share one of your stories, the one that had the most impact that you had to kind of turn around in your own mind?
2: absolutely get right into it and i love your mission of you know healing through stories because that is what my big transformation was that i had to share my story my message to help women empower them you know to reignite their passion restore and heal and it's very similar to yours so i'd say mine begins uh rewind i think 3 years now right around this time when the pandemic was full blown uh where i was practicing as a hospice nurse practitioner on the front lines in Seattle, King County. So it's in the recesses of our brain. But if y'all remember, that's actually where mm-hmm. COVID first exploded. And mm-hmm. my job of going in and out of nursing homes was very chill up until that point. I mean, hospice has its own things, but I was a mom of a two-year-old and a five-year-old. So it was a great wow. schedule. I was in the low stress kind of end of my career. I was a, I'd was been a nurse practitioner about six years at that point, a nurse for about 12. And, you know, at that place where I should have been happy, should have Mm -hmm. running half marathon, skiing, surfing, very active. And this began, like the pandemic was the trigger that started to unravel and peel away my layers so I could get to the core and like take away, I think what you're talking about, limiting beliefs and things that had kept me surviving until that point. And so during that period of time, I was burning out, but didn't know it. I didn't know the signs and I was very high mm-hmm. achievement. So in my mind, starting to dread going to work was, well, shove it down. Just keep going. Oh, mm-hmm. starting to have back pain, shove it down. Just keep going. Help more people do more. Prove to the world. and Maybe this resonates that I can do it, that mm-hmm. I got it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's one of the stories I had to learn. Um, and so I was turning 40 and I tried to run this half marathon and, being very active, it shouldn't have been a big deal, but I couldn't. There was no injury. My body just wasn't working quite right. And the next day I woke up and couldn't walk, care for my kids, go to work. And that was clue one, things were off. And being human, I was searching for medical answers. Again, it couldn't be me, (laughs) like trying to get a diagnosis and imaging scans, this and that, right? So it's kind of on and off work dealing with that for a mm-hmm. few months. And then right around March, still didn't know I was burnout. I'm dreading work. I'm like I'm compassion fatigue. Like hospice oh, no. patients have pain. And I'm like, if I hear another person tell me they're in pain because I got this hip back thing going on, um, I just it was it was unraveling. And mm-hmm. I should also say that I've had a lifetime of anxiety and depression and Up until that point, it was all about proving to the world that I was okay by all my achievements. And so as my ability to achieve was stripped away, momming, marathoning, going to work as a nurse practitioner was like, whoa, it was a big wake-up call because I had to face my own worth and being with just being and not doing. And that was powerful. And so Mm -hmm. that was unraveling in the background. And I was working on using my holistic tools. I'm a certified energy healer, mindfulness, um, clinical aromatherapy. I was using those tools to kind of work on my back pain. And so I got well enough to go to the mountain for a ski trip. And it was this final trip for like Seattle was going to shut down in March. It was right around this time. Lights out. Don't leave your home. Ooh. And basically, I got that call you don't want to get. And it's that call from the doctor where they say, can you sit down a minute? <laughs> Just
1: um. everything
2: went dark for me, you know, like I knew. And it was my OBGYN. And she said, we found a solid um, mass the size of a grapefruit. I mean, grapefruit. Whoa. In your ovary. And First thing kind of felt good in relief because she said, we think this has been causing your back and hip pain. And I'd already been on this three month journey of doctors starting to be like, well, we don't know. You're just a chronic pain med seeker. And I'm like, yeah, not at all. Um, and And so I felt relief like, OK, they found a cause. But then solid ovar- ovarian mass triggered all my alarms as a hospice nurse practitioner a woman in her 40s ovarian cancer is very deadly and very silent and the symptoms are vague and she said we need you to race in to the office and we need to like get tests and figure this out And i'm like and that carry was this like moment of waking up and pausing and up until that point in my life i'd always kind of chose that victim path they're like oh my god uh. The sky is falling. We got to go. Everything's happening to me. I'm a mess. Let's turn the car around. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I decided to ask myself in that moment what it is I needed because I saw 40 years before me in my brain. I saw 40 years ahead of me and I thought, oh my gosh, this could be, I could be dying. Do I need to race back to the office and go down that stress pathway? Or do I need to head up to the mountain with my family? We had the nanny. It was sunny. It was spring and do what fills my cup. And the answer was clear it was like (laughs) go to that mountain this can wait i'm not bleeding Mm -hmm. i'm healthy enough to do this i'll visit them in a few days and that was really powerful because on that mountain i really got to play with where else would i rather be if i'm sick or dying this mountain with my family and i have a choice i can choose joy i could choose to be present I, or I could choose the anxiety spiral pathway that I, used, I usually choose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, cho- I was mostly choosing that joy, that laughter, that this is beautiful. This is what I can control in this moment is my heart and my thoughts. I can't control COVID. I can't control my body. I can't control this diagnosis. And that was profound for someone who tried to control her circumstances her entire life with anxiety and tried to achieve. And so um, then, you know, the story goes on, we go, we finish the trip and we go back to the office and. I'll be honest, I saw the math on the screen, and then I spiraled <laughs> into
1: my <laughs> paper bag,
2: and I'm like, it's metastasizing from my head to my toe, you know, and so it's like, my body, my mind-body connection that I'm very familiar with was working against me, yeah. and, you know, by the time from doctor's office to home, I thought it was metastasizing in my bones and thought I had COVID, and my husband's kind of chuckling from afar, mm-hmm. and I had three months to sit and wait, you know, doctor's offices were closing. It wasn't easy at that time to get, I was low on the list of mm-hmm. like priorities for these doctors.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So waiting in that anxiety and fear and still deciding I have a choice. I've got two small children, no childcare, stuck at home. I'm kind of off and on pain. What can I do in this struggle? I can choose depression, fear, anxiety, or I can choose a whole bunch of other things. Laughter, mindfulness, being present, Mm -hmm. engaging my senses, bare feet in the grass, a ritual every day at noon on my yoga mat without pressure to get a six pack of abs, (laughs) do the yoga. It was like, I'm going to go on that mat every day and say, what is it I need today to feel nurtured right now? Not like, nurtured tomorrow or on my to-do list? Like, what can I do in this circumstance? And sometimes that was tears. Sometimes, Carrie, that was envisioning the mass dissolving. I envisioning myself surfing, snowboarding again, mothering again. Like, And, and then I asked a community of people. And we've heard stories like this, but it's amazing. It always feel, it gives me chills when I've told it millions of times. And they envision my mass dissolving and We worked on the power of our thought and what we could control. And I practiced self-compassion. And that was the first time in my life where I really learned to say, this is hard and this is okay. And I feel like I'm going to cry or throw something. Okay. Go outside and cry and throw something. Don't stuff it. Don't pretend. Don't go run a marathon. Like just be and just Ask yourself what you need to hear. What are kind words? You know, us high achievers have really strong inner critics. And what are the kind words? Like Mm -hmm. you'll get through this. I was learning to mother myself. And so finally, we get eight weeks into this journey. No ovarian cancer. Praise the Lord. They just said, sit tight and wait. Yes. And they said, You now need surgery, but you're on a waiting list. Don't come in in the ER, blah, 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 because of COVID. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. So, a lot of nights of some severe pain and fear still. Going for surgery, another six w- weeks went by, and nothing was there. Nothing was there. They opened me up. They went in my over. There was no mass. There was no imprint. There was no fluid from it bursting. And this was three, 12 weeks from diagnosis and the doctor was like jaw dropped. She told me how she looked at the OR. She got five other sets of eyes in there, looking at my scans, looking at my body, looking at my skin, like <laughs> making sure am I missing something? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then she came out of surgery and said, "I said, did you take out my ovary like you're supposed to?" And she said, "No." And I'm like, "What? Why did we go through the? There was nothing to take out." Oh my, that was that moment of like, wow, I knew all this mind body stuff worked long before I was a nurse, but I really believed it now. And I just knew, I knew she was like, I don't know what this is the studies don't show. Like my mind and body have been working against me probably for a lot of years, like building up stress, mm-hmm. burnout, stuffing grief, mm-hmm. by achieving self-worth. And I created illness and I'm not saying everyone who has a mask created that or, you know, but this is right. me. And that mass for me was stress.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I peeled away the layers of self, you know, building self-worth with just being and I healed and I had community and I had self-love and I had, and it was just, that was it. That was the story that changed my life forever.
1: That is so beautiful. I mean, you said so many poignant things in there. It's hard to really pick one, but I love when you said it was a choice because I, I talk a lot about that in my book as well. In the direst of circumstances, we still have a choice, right? And you had the choice right in that moment. Am I going to think that life is just doing this awful thing to me and, and, you know, take the victim story as I call it in my book, or am I going to step out and say, you know what, wait a second, hold on. I'm going to take full responsibility for what's going on in here. Cause that's the only thing that I can ever change. It's the only thing we ever really have control over anyways. Right. And so to change your mindset so drastically and be like, okay, well, life has given me this and what am I going to do with it now? is so incredibly powerful and so the the most important element of healing i feel like you know
2: yeah a hundred percent i love that now i want to read your book and i (laughs) feel like i call this story sometimes pain is my portal and i call it a gift just like you said because we need these wake-up calls and it allowed me to awaken This whole business and this whole passion I didn't even know existed (laughs) that I'm going to share about, and it allowed me to see that. How can I say it? Like we have this idea on paper of what we think happiness will be, and when we get here and there's achievements, and then you get there and you're thinking, so many of us, I got to keep doing this. This is what I always thought, and like Mm -hmm. I'm making money and I'm I'm at the top of my career. I'm not happy, but I'm going to keep doing it anyway. And there's a lot of reasons behind that. But the healing for me was letting go of that ideal. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't need to do this anymore. It's not making me happy. I mean, I'm in scrubs today. So I still am a (laughs) patient, but on my terms. Mm -hmm. And um, letting go of that fear of like, wait, it's okay to be someone with depression, anxiety. Um, I don't need to prove anything. I'm going to start talking about it. like. Mm I'm not going to like see it as a weakness anymore. I'm going to see these like illnesses, physical, mental, as part of my strengths. And the more I shared and the more I talked and the more I felt them, the more I healed.
1: I love that. And the more you're connected with other people, right? You're creating this safe space because we give people that space when we show them and we own our own stuff, it gives them permission to step into who they really are. And that's the power of this work, right? Right. We're all just a mirror of each other. Our stories are a reflection of each other's stories. And when we can share those worst, most awful things that we think were happening to us, they actually end up being the best thing. It ends up being our biggest turnaround story. And I talk a lot about that in the book too, is like, and and people, you know, my students and my clients will come to me. And, you know, I, once I get them to share that worst, what they think is their worst, ugliest, oh, I could never share that. it It ends up being just like for you, Lisa, this beautiful, powerful story of strength that inspires other people to take those same steps, right?
2: Yeah, I love that. And similar now when I coach women, That is that's it. It's empowering them to see themselves a bit in me and then to Mm -hmm. share their own truth and to feel good about it, to build that confidence around, yeah, I am this odd, different, unique individual who has different chemical things going on, physical things, and I am beautiful, not despite that, but because of it. Mm, And you know, it's almost like a visual art piece, right? Like we're this (laughs) canvas and it'd be so boring. Like if we're all just this green <laughs> canvas, like you know, it's so, yeah. yeah, it's really cool, isn't it? I think it's that so it's cool.
1: beautiful. It's beautiful, and it celebrates taking your power back. You took your power back. The the universe gave you this opportunity, and again, we all have that choice in any situation: is to look at something in life as life. It, this oh my gosh, look at why is this happening to me, or this is happening for a really good reason. This is the gift. I'm going to take this as an opportunity to control the only thing I ever could control, which is my mind and how I think about it and how I can reframe this pro- this problem to be the biggest gift in my life. And I, and I think that's powerful.
2: Yeah. And I want to be honest, and I'm sure you speak of this too, like it's an ongoing journey. Like I'm <laughs> human. Like I still fall into the high achiever, do, do, do. And then I have that self-awareness now, like, mm-hmm. whoa, you're doing the same thing. You're living your dream life, building a business, living near the surf, all the things. Why are you doing that? And again, you know, mm-hmm. so I still, those patterns resurface Stage and time. self-worth mm-hmm. still resurfaces mm-hmm. and that's okay. It's an ongoing journey. Like I'm continuing, I have coaches, I have mentors, you know, we both, we invest mm-hmm. in them and, um, I think that's human too it's not one and done it's not you know it's not like oh that happened and i'm good for the rest of my life and i walk around like
1: this coach has <laughs> together like no it's you know? so true I, I love that point because i'm always you know we get to this point we've done the work we've done so much inner work and you you know i have clients that well why do i have to keep doing it you know well be, because we're we're just a work in progress like the canvas that you mentioned we are that work in progress. And it gets more beautiful as you go along. And we all need reminders because we're humans. And this world is built on distractions. Our attention is being pulled away in so many. It's an external world when really we need to spend more time internally, right? And so, we're, right?
2: Absolutely. And that's like the message of self-compassion. That was one mm-hmm. thing. I'm glad you said that was I was feeling so disconnected that I was reaching for all these other things to connect, mm-hmm. to connect, to connect. It was all about connecting to me through mm-hmm. compassion. Yeah, that made me feel less lonely. It it sounds so backwards. I felt more Mm -hmm. connected to humans and the world than I ever had by spending all that time alone (laughs) on that yoga mat every day at noon, which Mm -hmm. was a lot of time alone for a mom Mm -hmm. with twelve children, an hour every day. Yes, was connecting to me and just deciding Mm -hmm. like I'm not alone, and to say that and to feel that's part of
1: self compassion is you're not alone. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really powerful, and we're going to hold that thought because we're going to break real quick for a quick little commercial, but I love that. Stay tuned. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about this with Lisa.
3: or go to dreamvision7radio.com. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to kerryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company
0: today. Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again tune into this high energy show with author and mindset coach carrie rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good every monday at 5 a.m and 5 p.m eastern on syndicated dream vision 7 radio network carrie uses powerful storytelling easy to use tools and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results join carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired empowered and ready to find the good every day of your life are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck
4: did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read, and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to Finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to CarrieRowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Hey, beautiful listeners. Are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's
5: C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Look for the Good. We're here with Lisa Dunlap today, and she is sharing the most incredible story, her biggest turnaround story. And we're talking about how life pulls us away from what is most important, right? It pulls us away from that time we need to spend inside because we're such an externally focused world. And Lisa was sharing with us how when she decided to spend that time and gave herself permission to spend that time on the mat every day at 12 o'clock, even though she's a mom of two kids and super busy, um, how that really changed her and made her even feel more connected. You want to elaborate a little bit more on that, Lisa? I love that thought.
2: Yeah, I love this idea because sometimes we think it has to be this grand change, you know, and another great book, Atomic Habits, talks about Mm -hmm. that how it can be the smallest thing, right? Because it is changing behavior and mindset that I was doing. And I was learning how to take care of myself in small ways amidst crazy circumstances. And it wasn't huge. It was a commitment every day to go to that yoga mat. And like I said, sometimes that was just a self-compassion. Mm-hmm. It's very easy. And any of your listeners can do it. Mm-hmm. And I have a great free link that has the guided practice and a great um, little tip sheet for everyone who's listening. I love um, that. Yeah. And so it's it's being intentional, though, right? So we, some, I love to say we got to have a ritual before it's a habit. So we do mm-hmm. have to kind of say, I'm going to go on that yoga mat and do self-compassion work takes three minutes every day. Or I also then learned kind of my, my own atomic mindful habits was what can I do in many moments with crazy children in a pandemic stuck at home for myself? And that was, we've all heard it, but it's so powerful, engaging my five senses. And I stepped outside because often when we're in fight or flight, fear, anxiety, pain, we are Future tripping or past tripping, our amygdala just goes to that place. We're not in the present. We don't even know what we're Mm -hmm. feeling. In Mm -hmm. fact, it can be a cover-up for what we're feeling. I'd rather feel stress and anxiety than whatever's deep under there. And so I would go outside, take off my shoes, and engage my senses and name, I see this, I hear this, I smell this, I feel this, I taste this. I think Mm -hmm. that's all of them. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do them in any order. You don't need to do like five, four, three, two, one, because that stresses me out when I forget. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So just (laughs) doing that. And the research is so good for self-compassion and mindfulness um, that it can be like in one minute, you can change from fight or flight. Not even, I think it's like, I think it's like five to 10 seconds of like a big deep breath. Because when I'm doing that sensory engagement, I'm Mm -hmm. breathing. And it can literally, it's so cool. Trigger your nose hairs to trigger your brain, to slow your heart rate, to slow your, reduce your blood pressure and to return to the present. And once I learned that tool, it was like, wow, this is profound. It's so easy. It's quick. I can do it when combined with something else, like washing my hands or Mm -hmm. watching my kids on a walk. Mm -hmm. Um, And that allowed me to then go, what am I feeling? What do I need? you know, it's like, oh, I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling stressed. Okay. Now's a good time for self-compassion. Now's a good time for a walk. So it's like, when I said the onion, I meant it because we're complex Mm -hmm. and created these habits. If you've ever had trauma, which most of us have to cover it up and just do, do, do to like, you know, whatever. And so I created these kind of like was finding a way to really get to the root problems. And that yoga mat just gave me permission every day to ask the question, to do that Mm -hmm. and to carve out space because time is always an issue for folks. So you don't need an hour on your yoga mat. You just need intentional five minutes a day of asking yourself some really good self-awareness questions and giving back to yourself.
1: Absolutely. And the cool thing I love about that, and and again, (laughs) I talk about that in my book, When we ask the brain good questions, right, we need to ask better questions as opposed to those questions, which are really little stories in and of themselves. Oh, my God, why does this always happen to me? Or why can't I get anything right? You know, those little insidious ones that go on quietly that we usually don't share with other people. It's about the quality of the questions. And I love that question that you ask yourself. What do I need in this moment? What do I need right now? That's a powerful question, right? And you're going to get all sorts of answers. You're going to find out what you really need. And guess what? You can provide it for yourself. A lot of times I think we're looking for other people to fill in our needs. And this is a beautiful practice of relying on yourself. I think self-reliance is really important. And you're also building self-confidence with what you're describing. Each time we do it, each time we prove to ourselves, we can get on that mat or sit down and meditate or whatever it is that does it for us.
2: I love that you picked up on that because it's very interesting now there's that, what do I want? And what do I need? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes if here I am human, if I'm like angsty and grasping at my husband for something, and then it's like, mm, slow down, I can slow myself down. And I can say, what is it you really need right now? Like, often the answer is I need to go be by myself. And I'm <laughs> like grasping at him being annoying. It's like, I need a break. I've been on the go. Like, I'm not going to walk. And mm-hmm. um, and then sometimes we can think we know what we need, but it's not. So you, I encourage you to ask it a few times. Like I'll say, what does that need? Oh, chocolate and wine, right? And so I go <laughs> get and sit there watching Netflix. I'm like, this really wasn't what I needed. And mm. that's okay. We're human. That's what <laughs> I wanted. But that, what I needed was a cup of tea, a bath, and a book, right? Mm. And so learning to self-soothe and nurture is a journey. And we can mess up. We can say, what do I need? Chocolate and chips. And be like, you know that's not really it. It was a salad and a green juice. So I'm going to make a choice next time. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love it because it's also not judging ourselves, Carrie, for when we do make mm-hmm. the wrong choice and I we know. go for the Netflix binge and the chocolate and what? okay, so I did <clears throat> Try again tomorrow. Maybe that's what I needed. And sometimes we do need that and that's okay. Yeah. And so I, I think it's a journey of starting to just decide and figure out what it is you love. You know, a lot of us women and moms and Hi, cheers, we haven't really, really gotten to know what we love on a day-to-day basis as far as is it time in nature or me on my surfboard. You know, that's not for everyone, mm-hmm. but what is it that reignites our passion? I know you talk about that a lot. It fills our cup and um, it can be tiny. It can be teeny, yeah. tiny, mm-hmm. like making coffee a ritual, not like a guilt mm-hmm. trip. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to have my coffee every day. You can't take it away from me, but I'm going to make it a ritual. I'm going to appreciate it. I'm going to be proud of it not like oh I need to quit that again I need to, you know and so yeah. I think it's really just about how we frame our
1: thinking around what we do too. Absolutely. And I love how you're tying together self-care with knowing yourself, right? You know, and you know, I tell clients of mine to make a list. I want to see a list of everything you love because what you said is so huge. We don't even realize what we love. We've gotten so far away from what we love. Because what we do is usually very different than what we love. Right. They're two very different things that what we have to do, but what we actually love to do. Um, So I think discovering that is really part of good self-care. You know, when you're taking that bath, bring up your pen and paper or your journal and write down all the things you absolutely love. What do I love? you maybe you do love chocolate and wine. We all do. But you know, just listing all those things that you love in any aspect. It doesn't have to be deemed, you know, and, and not judging it along the way, right? Just making that list your master list so that you can go there and deliberately each day choose one, two, three things of self-care that you're going to do for yourself.
2: I love that. And you know, it's funny that after that surgery experience, my husband and I sat around a fire Here we were in Seattle, like most expensive city probably in the world starting to be, but one of the most expensive in America. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. And um, we were barely scraping by two full time, good jobs, two small children. We looked at each other. We said, what is it we want? What is this all about? We just went through this huge scare, kind of, I wouldn't say for nothing, but at the end of the day, I just got surgery and I was like, why did I even get surgery, <laughs> right? Um, and we're like, what is the point? And we we listed, you know, and this is powerful too. I do with my clients, like verbally saying mm-hmm. it, acting like it's already happened. And we said, oh, we see ourselves on a beach surfing every day. We had lived in Hawaii with, before kids and oh. we couldn't go back that way. It was awesome.
1: But costly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We
2: want more time freedom. We want more like freedom in like our day to day with the weather. Like we wanted to live somewhere with better weather than Seattle. Mm-hmm. I wanted to quit my job and build a business. I didn't know what it would be at that moment. I just knew I had to share my story and empower women to do the same, to heal, to find their passion. Um, And then it evolved. And so we made a choice around the fire right after my surgery. We're going to move. We're going to move to his home state of North Carolina. And Wilmington has this cute little beach surfer community. And we're old, so we don't need like big waves. And we just said, this is what we're going to do. And I said, I'm quitting my six figure plus job. And he, he was really (laughs) struggling with that. Like, because I made more than him at that Uh time Uh and we needed the money. And I just said, look, this is about me finding my gifts and being happy and being here for you and the kids. And for me, fear was not even a thing then, because I just Uh knew I have to follow this dream to heal and help others and to feel like I'm making a difference and loving what I do. And so I I just, it wasn't even now fear played in later, but (laughs) it was like, I got to do this. And so I quit my job and we didn't have the money. You know, I didn't have money to invest in a business. It was just going all in and being with the kids was the other part, right? Like really wanting to be there with them during this COVID time and you know, moving across the country. And, you know, so here we are, we're here three years later in the beach town. We surfing is a part of our daily, weekly ritual. I won't say daily. Um, And, you know, I am living, I'm building my business. It's growing and I'm helping nurses and high achieving women to restore and reignite their passions and build their own businesses. And then I work a little bit as a clinician because it's really fun, a -hmm. little
1: bit. Mm-hmm. keep your finger on the pulse of that. And that's cool. I love that you stepped out and you let that fear go um, to, to follow your passion. And that's so huge. And I feel like when you do that, it's really like a mark in the sand to the universe, you know, because I know what that's like. I jumped off the corporate ladder and left my job to pursue my music career, which some thought I was quite crazy. So I get it. You know, you make the slime in the sand. It's a real commitment to yourself. And also you're telling the universe very clearly what it is that you want. I
2: love that. I love that. And yeah, it was funny because I'm like, my husband's like, okay, how are you going to make money? I'm just going to hold workshops. That's like, you know, this is how it started. (laughs) It's like, what are you? I don't know. I'm just going to share my story. Like, and it just evolved, right? Like into Mm -hmm. more. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. workshops ain't it. After six months, like that ain't going to do it. So Okay, I'm going to coach people one on one. Why not? You know, and it mm-hmm. really also is what I help women understand now. Who come to me, they can leverage their current expertise without further training and certifications and achievements. It's really about what am I good at? What do I love yeah. doing? And how can I give that to others? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I just wanted to give people self compassion. And so, no, I mean, it was a struggle. Don't get me wrong. We've had our moments financially, right. you know, where you start to wonder, was this the right choice? Mm -hmm. But then when you have that why, like you have, and I have, and so many, like, no, it's about helping others and continuing Mm -hmm. to heal and empower others and For me, And I've gone back full time. It was a big mistake. (laughs) I quickly felt burnt out and ill again and was like, what am I doing?
1: A sign, a sign for me. Right. And being of service. I love that you mentioned that, you know, really stepping into what our gifts are, because that's what makes us unique. Back to your palette analogy of a piece of art, which is so different. It just varies. And that's what we humans are, just a, a work of art in progress. Right. And really pulling out those pieces of us that make us feel alive when we do it, which is the creativity, you're creating this business out of nothing. And when we're creating, we're closer to our source, whatever you believe that is, we're drawing that energy down. And that is the stuff that brings vitality and health to our life. And I love I love sharing that with people. So stay tuned, everybody, we're going to break real quick for a message from a sponsor. And we will be right back. Take
5: care. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at DreamVision7Radio.com.
4: Hey, beautiful listeners. Are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new
5: Look for the Good Marketplace.
4: It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read, and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to Finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with Joy as the new soundtrack of your life? Then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to CarrieRowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Are you ready to consistently be in the flow of success? Build an abundant business,
3: easily find your right clients, and feel good inviting them into your community to do business with you? If your answer is yes, then you'll want to listen to Business Success with Human Design with Nancy O'Keefe on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Thursday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Business Success with Human Design is a podcast designed to help you peel back the layers of who you have been taught to be and how you've been told to do business, moving you from overwhelm to a business model that aligns with your authentic self and feels right for you. Come and explore Human Design for Business with Nancy. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs? And almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to kerryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today.
5: This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hello,
1: welcome back everybody to Look for the Good. We're here with Lisa Dunlap and she's sharing the most incredible stories with us. We're talking about self-compassion. We're talking about so many incredible things, following your passion. I love the work she does. Um, tell us a little bit more about Nurse Your Soul. It's such a great name for your business.
2: Thank you. And it's a great time to talk about it. You were talking about nurturing the spiritual aspect. And that's what I discovered in this journey was health is all about mind, body, spirit. And I really started to understand that. So Nurse Your Soul is just really what it sounds like. It's about helping women who feel stuck and in the hamster wheel and want to find their passion and to really n- nurture their soul and by building a business and restoring themselves, they can do that. Um, and so, yeah, you can find me at nurse just like it sounds. Um, and that's a great place to, uh, get that self-compassion practice, um, or book a free coaching call. Um, and so I help nurses and high achieving women through one-on-one coaching. I have group coaching. I have two programs I run. Um, One that I've run for a long time is called Restore and Revive, and that's really about that nurturing yourself, overcoming burnout. It's a six-week group container. And then I have a newer one that's really exciting and fun. It's 90 days. It's called Bedside to Abundance. So it's going from the nine to five, working as a nurse, or I have others who are not nurses in it too, Um, and figuring out what your high skills are that you want to share with the world and how you can do that online virtually so you can start to scale back um, either at your work or quit completely.
1: I love that. Um, And just really thrive and love your life again. I really, really love that. I think that's so powerful. So I love your website too, because it's so easy to find nurse your soul with Lisa.com. That's really great. We don't even have to spell any of the words. <laughs>
2: so yeah, exactly. And I have lots of freebies on there and, you know, I go live on Facebook um, and I do, I have a Facebook group. It's a little more niche down, but it's for mm-hmm. nurses. It's mm-hmm. called burnt out at the bedside and just mm-hmm. helping them, you know, it's really relatable for anyone that, you know, we, that feeling of being stuck and overcoming those fears. And so we work on mindset and we work on self-nurture and we work on confidence, a lot of the same things as you. And we do holistic practices because that's the integration. That's the soul integration, even Mm -hmm. no matter what your religion is, there's just Mm -hmm. a common spiritual connection with us all and that we can integrate what we learn. You know, it's like you can learn all day, But it's the action, and you and I know this from our mentors, you know, it's in the action taking that Mm -hmm. things really shift.
1: So it's it's almost
2: like taking action, even though you're afraid, taking action, even though it's not perfect, taking action before you're ready.
1: Amen. Amen. Totally. And I find that it's so powerful. That's why I call myself a mindset energy coach. Why is it energy? Because everything's energy, right? And unless you're, you can know all this stuff in your head, you can have gone to all the seminars. How many times you walk out of a seminar, you know, and you take all these notes and you get all this great information, but do you ever implement it into your life? It's about the energy, the action that you take. Because if you want to change your mind, you have to shift that energy somehow, you know, and that's what we do with the practices that you mentioned.
2: Yeah, exactly. So mindfulness, self-compassion, I do tapping, um, some guided imagery, mm-hmm. like virtually aromatherapy a little bit talking about that, but really all it is, is tools to help us integrate. And, yeah. you know, I walk these women through from nothing all the way to building and scaling, you know, half their income in 90 days so that they can really have that confidence to take that leap. And I think that's the big thing is that that leap and that step Mm -hmm. that you and I took and that so many of us just feel like, oh, but the money, the time. And, you know, there's just all these things that creep in. And it's it's amazing to to take those leaps because then we can feel, like you said, confident and we can Mm -hmm. say, you know what, I've done hard things. I can continue to do hard things. Um, one of the new things I'm gonna have in my business coming up is like adventure on-site coaching where we I take women out hiking or take mm. them out surfing. And have it be like a retreat, you know, for burnout, but also leaping through those fears. You know, surfing is this perfect analogy of that <laughs> on a <table>. totally. <laughs> I've been a, a surfer for like 15 years and I am still a beginner because wow. it's not easy. And every day the ocean's different, every location is different. Mm-hmm. Every day I paddle out and I'm afraid. It's not on a like I'm gonna die kind of fear, but. Am I gonna get hurt? Am I gonna drop it? Am I gonna catch a wave today? Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling great. I don't feel like doing this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, and then that moment the wave comes, making that choice It's such a good analogy. Real quick, you don't have time to right. mess around.
1: To overthink so, it.
2: Yeah, you can't sit on the edge <laughs> in the fence of a wave or you will be right. going to fall. And so you really have to decide am I in or am I out? Right. And right. so sometimes I pull out and I pull out, and I pull out. But then when you're in, you gotta commit you got to commit. It ain't perfect. It's not, doesn't mm-hmm. need to look perfect, but you're committing. And then it's I like, that. Then it's like did that. And it feels spiritual to me to be in nature and to connect to myself in that way. and And so I think that sometimes to reignite our passion, we actually have to try new things, like try something that gets us out of our comfort zone and like to tell our brain and our body, like, oh, I can do hard things mm-hmm. and I'm okay.
1: Exactly. I love that. Trying something new, signing up for that pottery class you always dreamed of. You know, I'm going to go on your surfing. um, Yeah, that would be so therapeutic. And I love that analogy. So let me know when that that would be so powerful. But there's just there's power in that. Make a decision and then just make it right, because there are no right or wrong decisions. Right. Just make a decision and then make it powerful for yourself. Make it the right one, because there are so many different decisions we could make, you know, and I really love that thought.
2: Yeah, that's a great. It's like you no know, regret, right? So it's like no you regret. decide to pull off the wave or go in it. Either way, it's great. But like you're going to do it, you're going to commit. And why worry mm-hmm. about the one that just happened or didn't? Because there's another one coming. Right. Um, and Beautiful. it's so there's great. So I know. I know. And you're in community, but you're alone. That's the thing. Right. My husband, he's a great surfer. And when we met in Hawaii at a surf break, almost, gosh, 18 years ago, wow I'd say okay teach me everything you know take me out he'd like paddle me out and be like okay I'm gonna sit over here you sit there I'm like well can't you tell me more (laughs) no like you just have to do it and then uh, you know if I would be like floundering like Mm -hmm. set and I'm afterwards I'm like why didn't you he's like what do you want me to do like (laughs) right right like my life and like He's really kind. I don't want to paint that picture, but that idea that like you really are on your own journey and you have to do what's right for you. He can't push me in a big wave and be like, that's right for you. Mm -hmm. Or you go play in the sand on the baby waves. Mm -hmm. Like knowing my own limits and knowing how to push myself is just Mm -hmm. really powerful. Like I'm grateful to him for that now. At the time, I just
1: was so mad. Like, of course, right? Do not teach me. It's easy to get mad at the husbands anyways, but finding... And it's finding what those limits are, right? Because, you know, we don't always know what those limits are until we get in there and try it. And that's part of breaking out of that same old, same old. Really understand yourself because we're changing just like the waves in the ocean every day. We change. We're different people every day we wake up. We have all these billions of cells every day that are brand new. We got to tell them something new. If We want something different. We got to tell them what to do and tell them something new every single day.
2: Absolutely. And I think when you mentioned confidence, I think with women building businesses and women that you coach, there's this idea of like not even knowing what's possible. Like mm-hmm. we've never allowed ourselves, you in corporate world, me as a nurse practitioner, like I just kind of saw them as like ceilings, like that's it. It doesn't get better than this. Like mm-hmm. this is, but like having this whole new idea of like, what else can go What well? What else is possible? Right. what other kinds of like joy can I find yeah. money abundance and the sky's the limit and so the more we challenge ourselves with those discomforts it's like we're saying you know wow like you did you went surfing in that and oh my gosh like you could really do anything and so I love like helping women see that because for whatever reason I feel like in society, well, we can't even get into that, but just there's <laughs> just a whole bunch of stuff. I feel like you know I'm all about women empowerment and just yeah. helping women see their gifts and their possibilities. So, and I think that
1: question, one that question that you asked, is one of my favorites. You just said, you said, what else is possible? You know, what else is but even if you're in a sticky situation, and you can ask yourself, what else is possible here that I'm not seeing? Right. What am I missing about this situation that could actually be fantastic for me? You know, when these are right feeding, what we put in is what we get out and feeding ourselves really good questions. When you ask the mind a question, it always has to come up with an answer. So I love, and if you were to see the backside of my desk here, you would see a lot of my questions posted up uh, uh, in front of me because all things are possible, you know, and what's great about this situation that I can't see right now? You know. I love that.
2: Yeah. What's the opportunity here? Mm-hmm. That was a big one during my time on my yoga mat and that whole transformation. And, you know, how can I shift that inner critic into more of a open, not make her go away clear mm-hmm. because we mm-hmm. all have it. And mm-hmm. it's not about making it go away. It's about being kind to her and like,
1: yeah.
2: oh, wow, that's kind of harsh. Like <laughs> talking to yourself like that I and mean, you're out surfing, you know, like, come on, you know, it's like, learning to reframe how we talk to ourselves like well what's the opportunity here Mm -hmm. what what can i learn how can i grow um what is there that the good that's coming out of this crap situation um and i think gosh that alone if that's all anyone gets from this conversation is that's pretty big that's a big one and just like carrie said y'all like it's real put it on your wall put it on a post-it write it in your journal say it out loud. Those things really help.
1: Because we all need reminders. You can't know enough stuff that you'll ever not need a reminder.
2: <laughs> you just
1: need reminders.
2: No. I mean, and and for me, it's about doing those words when I'm intentional, either on a walk. I, I'm not a great yoga meditator. Like I'm really not. I'm better at like walking meditation mm-hmm. and so I have those that I say to myself. And sometimes I click Louise Hey affirmations when I don't, I can't figure out how to find them for myself. It's mm-hmm. okay too. You know, it's like, you can ingest someone else's affirmations and
1: yeah. she's,
2: she's great. A little, you know, sometimes it's cheesy, but it really does work when you're in that place, you know, because yeah. we're all in this positive place right here. But, you know, yesterday I lost my keys and had this whole thing and it sucks yeah. But then to turn that into like, where, what's the good, what am I supposed to learn? Where can I grow? You know, it mm-hmm. chewed up more than half my day, a thousand dollars later for the push button car. <laughs> I'm telling you, and guess who found them today? My daughter found them. I love it. In her <laughs> in <your> toy box.
1: <laughs> and
2: it's like, I can even today spend all day beating myself up yep. or say, you know what? That's energy wasted. Exactly. Why not just continue to say, what can I learn from that? How can mm-hmm. I grow? Maybe it was on the wealth consciousness exercise of just dropping a thousand dollars for no reason and just right? because and you okay could, with
1: that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it was to teach you patience or you know, there's always a reason in there. There's always a reason hidden in there. Maybe you weren't supposed to get on the road at that moment and it saved you from something, right? So I like looking at Obviously, I like looking for the good.
2: (laughs) Yes, my husband would agree about the patience. That's what he said. I (laughs) don't like it coming from him, but you're right, absolutely. And I think ultimately for me, it's always like slow down, yeah, present, do less, because it's always those gifts of like you don't have your car keys. Oh dang! I guess I got to do nothing today. (laughs) Like we can sit around and be angry, or we can be like, wow. Cool, you know, vacation.
1: Maybe I should go for a walk. Maybe you needed to go strap on your surfing gear and head out to the water. (laughs) Well, I didn't have a car, but yes. (laughs) Well, this has been incredible. And I know that my listeners are loving the stories that you had to share. You have so much information and incredible stories. And you just have this warmth about you. I know people would really love working with you. So make sure you guys go over and get her free gift on nurse with lisa.com and thank you so much for tuning in and as always remember it's never too late to live your best story take care thank you today's show is sponsored by nurse your soul with lisa are you dreading going to work tired of spending all your time and energy at work only to come home too exhausted for the things you enjoy wouldn't it be great to have more energy and time for yourself your kids and to love what you do Lisa Dunlap, with Nurse Your Soul has helped thousands of high-achieving women, mothers, and nurses transform their burnout, restore and revive themselves, reconnect to their passions, and step into the life of their dreams. Sign up for Lisa's Restore and Revive online workshop on June 6th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. After this workshop, you'll have all the tools you need to thrive, feel inspired, and rejuvenated. Just go to www.nurseyoursoulwithlisa.com. That's www.nurseyoursoulwithlisa.com and sign up today.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Look for the Good with your host, Carrie Rowan, best selling author and mindset coach. Join us every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. right here at Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. If you weren't able to catch an episode, no worries. Just visit our website to find all the archived episodes of Look for the Good on demand so you don't miss a thing. And remember, it's never too late to live your best story. For additional resources or to find out about how you can work with Carrie directly, visit carrierowan.com for more details.